Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 54. Um, episode 54, we're just starting off the new year, right? I'm so excited about today's episode, which is all about aligned love. It starts with you. Of course, it starts with you. Are you surprised? <laughs> Obviously, if you've been with us for a while, you are not surprised by that. Um, but we have some magical keys to unlock for you today. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got a, a really special guest today to help you unlock and understand yourself and your soul in ways that you yeah, may have never seen yourself before. And this, um, this magical, magical tool we're going to share with you today on how to create aligned love in your life, um, hopefully will blow your mind. So mm -hmm. excited to have this conversation. Um, we're bringing in uh, my new friend, Natasha Gray. She's a fellow Vancouverite. Uh, we're going for a, our first date on Saturday and uh, our first walk in the forest. And she is a magical human being. She was sent my way um, from my dear friend, Crystal, who's a breath practitioner and um I was looking for a human design expert. So if you are familiar with human design, we're going to tell you a little bit about what that means and what that is. Um, but I was specifically looking for a human design expert because I read, I look up all my clients' human designs. It's such a huge, huge pivotal part in a woman really knowing herself and learning how to love and understand her design. And um, so I've been looking for a really long time for someone that I just jive with and I love their vibe and I love their style and Every human design expert has a different view and a different perspective and a different way of seeing the charts. It's kind of similar to astrology. So I'll give you that little nugget for now. Um, but I was looking for someone that I can refer people to. And I found this amazing woman. We had a session only a week ago and she is absolutely brilliant, wise beyond her years. She's also a coach and a counselor and she has been coaching for over five years and she is I, I think I got that right please correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong <laughs> we're still new to each other but she's a magical magical soul so super excited to share her with you and Catherine's here too say hi hi <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah happy new year and we're gonna dive in deep and you're gonna get to learn how to to become really aligned within yourself. So Natasha Gray is with us today and um, yeah, excited to share some of this magic with you. Thank you so much, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks, Catherine. So good to meet you today. Um, nice to meet you too. So human design, yes. I'm glad that you reached out. Um, it certainly transformed uh, my world in many different ways it's one of the um you know handful of tools that i lean into in my relationships in my life and my work um the only thing that i would just uh shift a little bit in what you said about me i'm not a counselor yet i've got a year and a half left of training so in june 2022 i'll be able to call myself a counselor oh. <laughs> <laughs> well you're in the learning i mean i've mm -hmm. we i took the program that you're taking and um there's so much depth even in what you've done so far but um thank mm -hmm. you for sharing that with us so let's start with human design um so human design is i mean it's funny that we called it aligned love because i feel like it's really learning how to align your life and 
um, yeah, it's a, it's a big topic. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what is human design and how did you come across it? How did it change your life and your love and your experiences? Great question. Um, it is a system that combines um, a variety of modalities um, and systems um, with, you know, the I Ching and astrology. Um, for me, it's really transformed how I use my energy, especially in work and especially in relationship. And, you know, we wake up each day with energy and vitality to do life. And if you know how to use it, it can be really transformative. And it's unique to each individual on how our system likes to use energy and express energy. Um, and I discovered human design uh, um, five years ago, actually at Christmas, my cousin had told my dad about it. And my dad plunked the, the textbook down. And I say plunk because it's a weighty one. And he put it down on the table and he said, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, and I pulled open the page to my profile and was so moved because it was the first time I had felt like, wow, how did they know? How did, how did they know? And then I pulled it open to the manifester and I had chills and I actually shut the book because I was like, this can't be right. And I've always been a bit skeptical. Um, and it's also part of my profile, one three. One three is all about like the investigator martyr wants to figure out the foundation before it stands upon it. It, it kind of questions authority and wants to study on that foundation before really trusting it and leaning into it. So naturally I spent the first year of my discovery with human design trying to prove it wrong, <laughs> <laughs> which is one way to do it. Um, and what I found is it's a, it's a tool like anything, and it proved to be quite consistent in its patterns um, and in its studies. So it's definitely transformed how I enter into relationships and how I am in relationships. Uh, my family turns out I'm surrounded by projectors. So that's been really helpful for me uh, to really acknowledge who they are and their gifts in just creating harmony and a whole lot less resistance in how we interact um, with work when I was not working for myself um, really powerful being able to do a quick check on someone's chart and go oh okay I, I get how you might want to do this job differently than me let's celebrate those differences and divide and conquer and do the work that we are more aligned to do and the jobs that kind of light us up versus trying to make each other be into and be good at the same thing um, so yeah, I would say that's a, a little overview on how it's showed up for me. Yeah. It's like, we live in this world that's telling us all to be the same yet. We're all so unique. And when you go down the rabbit hole, it's a never ending rabbit hole of <laughs> human design and astrology and the gene keys. And like, there's just so many pro it's another, it's basically a soul profiling um, tool, which is how I describe it. And, um, yeah, once it, it, it's such a beautiful way to see how unique we all are. And I think, um, Catherine, it's one of my favorite things about my relationship with Catherine. We, she's a manifesting generator and I'm a projector. So those are very different. I'm sure you'll describe, we'll go through each type so you can describe each type. Um, so those listening, cause probably I'm imagining most people listening will have an eye, unless they're so far from their natural design probably have a little bit of an inkling of what one you might be um but projector manifest and generator is so different and there's the um there's a lot of people on instagram teaching about human design now and pretty much every day Catherine will send me <laughs> a meme or whatever that um about my about being a projector and how to how I need to take more bubble baths, which I already take a lot and how I need to operate in my relationships and how a projector feels seen and feels loved and how a projector does business and how a project. And it's, it's so, it's so beautiful because I feel like she always sends them in the moments where I forget and I'm working too hard or I'm trying to force something mm -hmm. or I'm trying to make something happen. And then it's like, Oh, okay. Amazing. And, and so it's such been such a beautiful tool for me to understand myself but also to understand the people that I'm surrounded with and Catherine is a powerful manifesting generator 
And if I didn't know I was a projector, I mean, I still have moments of comparing myself to her thinking I need to be operating like that. I need to be working harder and I need to be um, doing more. And I, and, and yet my design is not designed for that. So it takes comparison Mm -hmm. and turns it on its head because you can't compare yourself to someone else because chances are you're a design is very different. We're all so unique. And that's the beauty of these systems. Catherine, what do you, how do you feel about it? (laughs) Well, it's just this power of zooming out for a moment and celebrating that the work to aligned love is knowing who you are, right? The work to living a life in alignment with your truth is knowing who you are. And whether someone's been following us forever on the podcast or new is there's always an intuitive, like, some, this doesn't work. Like something's not right. We're not all supposed to have the exact same kind of relationship. We're not all supposed to have the exact, you know, life. And so much of the path of knowing myself is what led me to choosing my partner and is what, what's leading me to choosing how I want to live my life and what's important to me. And usually the people listening to the new truth, right? They spend infinite hours Googling what kind of woman am I supposed to be in order to get the kind of man I want or making a list about the kind of partner they want. And I love that the gift of working with you, Kate, has been the practice of all relationship, which is a celebration of differences, Mm -hmm. right? Honoring and respecting each other. And most of all, celebrating the gifts that we each have. You help me freaking relax. Like you have been the best business partner, right? And this, you know, all of our relationships, because how many times we even do this in friendships, expecting our friends to be exactly like Mm -hmm. us or expecting our friends to always know what we need, but then we've never invested any time in knowing who we are, what we need. Yeah. So I love that we get to do aligned love and just wanted to zoom out for that for a moment of, you know, if you don't know who you are, please stop freaking dating because you're not going to find out who you are through dating, find out who you are, and then take the time to say, well, what does alignment look like for me? And it almost never looks like finding the partner who's exactly like you (laughs) Um, because there is nobody exactly like you. So I'd love to hear about all the different types, like since we've named a few now to go back to that, Natasha. Absolutely. Um, Just to add to uh, what you just were speaking to, um, one of my favorite quotes is actually by Oscar Wilde and it's be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And it's, it's, it's on my website. I love it so much. And when I, first went to my partner's place uh he had it up on his mantle at his house and I just was like oh yes oh, wow mm, cool alignment so there is four types um that you know they they're called like aura types in human design so it's how they energetically show up and there is something to be said for celebrating how differently everyone shows up and i love how catherine you were just responding to something that had showed up for you on instagram which is your correct alignment as a generator to recognizing your beautiful business partner kate and her gifts and going you know like you should rest i love that you teach me how to rest and it all came from you both being aligned in your design um and it's not to say that this is the the only way to be um successfully moving through life is to be aligned with your design it's just one of those things that you can look at to kind of catch you when you're trying to be who you should or showing up as society thinks you should or comparing yourself as Kate was saying Mm -hmm. um so the first type um is generators and they're made up of about 70 percent and I say about because there's always people that are arriving earth side and leaving earth side Um, and there is a blend there. So there's pure generators, which don't have, um, connection to the throat, um, chakra. So the, your system, which comes from your birth date, time, and place, um, will show all your different energy centers and all the channels that connect them and how energy moves through your system, your unique blueprint. Um, and with pure generators, they don't have that connection to the throat. Manifesting generators do have a channel connected to the throat. 
And the difference is very subtle in that all generators are very warm and open and it's like they're just ready to embrace you with a hug or not. And it's in their system. That's the yay or nay. It's like a yes or a no or a hmm, I'm not really sure. Um, it's beautiful because you can really hear it in kids. It's like a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's sometimes just you're showing them a piece of food and they're, they already know. No, my body doesn't want that. But if they question it, they go to their head and go, well, why is my body saying that? That's where they become out of out of alignment with their self and their unique authority system. So um, generators are very, very warm. They've got this amazing abundance of energy. You can really feel that in their presence. Uh, next up we have, we spoke about Kate um, and she's a projector and that makes up around 21% of the population, 2021. And they are very um focused and um focused one-on-one especially um but can be in groups when invited and um they're very one-on-one they want to know you they're really focused on understanding the other as to be able to guide them to their highest efficiency so they work really phenomenal with generators um and their aura or how they kind of energetically show up is yeah, feeling like a very deep connection. When they look at you, you know that they're like really with you. Um, and they don't have a lot of energy. So in a way, when I say not a lot of energy, not a lot of energy to um, go out there and you know work eight hours a day, their system's not as designed for that. And so they need lots of intermittent rest. And so when they're recognized to do that um it's like all of their gifts can come alive being seen is the key for projectors and invited to share their gifts in a time and in a space that works for them Uh, well i just want to say one of my favorite quotes i saw about projectors is projectors need to design their life like they're on vacation and they only they only help people when they're invited to do so and it feels good (laughs) i'm like yeah i like that life is vacation (laughs) <laughs> I, I kind of hope that all types can design their, their life like they're on vacation. Sure, absolutely they can. <laughs> nice. Um, so next up we have uh, manifestors and they make up around 8% of the population. Um, they don't have sacral definition just like the projector. Um, it's just the generators that have sacral definition and and that's your life force energy center that that is the availability or not um so manifestors are um they're here to initiate they're here to get things started um it's almost as if the other types are kind of waiting for uh initiation and the manifestors like okay let's do this or I'm starting this or let's go, or this is what I'd like to create. Who's on board with me. Let's bring everyone together so that everyone gets a chance to do what they love and to use their energy in a way that feels so powerful. Um, If they are not informing their process, their energetic field can feel a little prickly. They're kind of closed and a bit repelling in, and that's how it's described. Um, For me, it feels a bit more resistant. Like, in order for um, me to move through and create what I'm creating, for everyone to kind of get on board with me, I have to let them know my intention. And then all of a sudden I have the support and the resistance out of the way. If I just do it, I don't acknowledge the impact I may may not have with those in my community, especially family and in relationships. Um, So the projector has, one of three centers connected directly to the throat and that gives the manifester this initiating manifestation capability that's very quick um, so long as they're aligned Um, and again designed to work less and rest more um, not having that sacral definition and lastly we have reflectors which make up around one percent of the population um And in my hundreds of readings I've done, I've only met three and I actually am meeting my fourth today. They're very rare and such a gift. They have all of their energy centers open. Um, They definitely have gate activation. So they have, um, you know, 
an understanding and a feeling to themselves, but it's very open and it's very transient and they're here to really reflect back given their name. Um, so with them being very open, they feel kind of resistant, but they're always sampling. They're always checking in. They're really feeling and reflecting humanity and those in their environment um, can be very sensitive, extremely wise individuals. Um, I always feel really blessed to cross paths with with someone who has that design and that vehicle this lifetime. Um, so yeah, there's the four types. And then manifesting generators, the hybrid. You didn't say yeah. manifesting generators. Um, yes, I, at the beginning um, with generators, there's two kinds. There's the pure generators and the manifesting generators and they're both generators by type. Um, they both have sacral definition. Um, and the only difference is that the um, manifesting generator has throat definition and is there's a channel connected to one of the centers so um that's the slight difference and and the feeling energetically is that one's kind of quicker than the other the pure generators tend to be a little bit slower a little bit more ponderous when they're in a um, process or on a job they're kind of start to finish and if they get interrupted it's it's i guess it's it takes a bit to kind of get back in it. They're a bit more focused. Whereas manifesting generators can have five or six things on the go and that's great for them. They have the energy for it. They're really excited and um, they've got multiple things. They sometimes can skip steps uh, because they see where it could be more efficient and they can get more done. The flip side of that is they're kind of rushing and then they have to go back and repeat steps um, if they're if they're very excited and buzzing around. Um, so I hope that helps. Does that make sense in the two subtle differences there? Yeah, I feel like maybe I, there's something that I misunderstood about manifesting generators is, are they not, I always thought maybe I made this up, but I, cause I have a lot of manifesting generators that I'm close to. And mm -hmm. I always thought that they were a hybrid of the manifester and the generator. Is that not true? Yeah, I have seen that uh, written and, and spoke about before. Um, it's definitely, they can relate to um, manifestors for sure and vice versa. Like I definitely find myself really understanding manifesting generators more so than I do pure generators or, or being able to relate in a sense of understanding and going like, oh yeah, I get why you would do that. Um, however, it, it has been told to me or spoken to me that um, they're intended to respond as generators and that they're designed to live as generators and to follow that um, honoring of their design and their system. Got it. So they're more, they, okay, I got it. So they're more, rather than a both, they're more a generator with a little bit of these other qualities. Totally. And they often relate deeply with manifestors or feel called to um, be around them to, to, kind of have that part of them, I guess, um, enlivened. And I feel like we now have to pause and say for all of you that are thinking, who is my soulmate and who am I meant to be with and who is my type most aligned? We're just gonna ask you to please throw away that question because that's not how this works. Every yeah. type can be in relationship with the other types. And I don't know if I've ever heard this as beautifully as you just described in terms of this is a, an energy system, mm -hmm. right? It's how you have energy. And I think again, with partnering with someone, what, most of the issues I've seen in relationship is a big honk of judgment on how the other person lives their life. And so it's all this control and obsession around, well, if you don't think like me, then you must be doing it wrong. Or the comparison of if I'm not operating like you, then I must be wrong. Rather than this magic of when you actually know yourself and understand yourself, and then you can better understand your partner. It's, oh, how does your system work? And this has been really powerful in watching well, my husband's never tried to talk to me about how to do my business, but it's been really fun teaching him that I'm going to have like 15 things going on 
at a time. Like that has a hundred percent been my life. That has <laughs> always been my life. It was even when we were first dating, it was, there is no way I'm going to be happy being a stay at home mom and only having one thing going on in my world. Like I'm a community organizer. I actually ended up saying like, I'm definitely not for you if you're not someone that wants to have like parties all the time. Like at, we're, I'm the house that I want everyone to come to. I'm going to be, you know, in, involved. And I keep thinking that we keep, and this is the same with astrology. We go outside of ourselves to ask life to tell me who I should partner with or what kind of life I should lead rather than going in first. And that's what aligned love is. And I did not choose my partner based on my human design other than, which is really interesting. And I've been thinking about this as we've been talking, I, from what I understand about manifesting generator and responding to life is I must move where I feel energized. Like I'm not just going to say yes to things to say yes to things. It's where I get really excited. And the energy that I felt falling in love with my partner was so much full body. Yes. And so much energy moving as I was moving toward him and in our relationship. And so I, I don't use this tool with my clients. I suggest them to get readings or, or say to explore it. But the most important thing being how you make decisions, mm. right, is the influence. And there's so much magic in space when we're willing to acknowledge who we are and the over and over again permission and the new truth is you get to do your life however the fuck you want and make sure that you're checking in with who you are and what your truth is long before you go outside of yourself for anything. Yes. I want and to speak to that. I, I just want to speak to the, the, how it shows up in relationship. Like it, it has, I, I was sharing with you ladies earlier, I was on a holiday with my partner, Charlie, and this is before I knew that I was a projector and he was a manifesting generator. And we were, um, I just want, we were in Mexico and I just wanted to lay on the beach and he kept being like, let's play volleyball. And then he'd play volleyball with these people. And I'd be like, I just want to lay on the beach. And he'd be like, let's go on adventure. Let's go zip lining. And he always wanted to do stuff. And I felt like there was something wrong with me because I just wanted to relax and lay on the beach. And um, it's, it's funny. Every time I've traveled with my best friends, my generator friends are the ones who don't like just laying on the beach all day. They want to do stuff. And my projector friends and manifesto friends will just lay on the beach all day and like just relax. And that's like, feels so good to us. So again, it's like this, I used to judge myself thinking there was something wrong with me because I didn't want to do my holiday like he did. And, and then in, since knowing my human design and understanding myself so deeply, learning that I was a projector totally changed my life. I had adrenal burnout so bad because I was operating fully like a generator because most people are generators. And in the Western world, we are operating in a very generator, like go, 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 do, 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 hustle, 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 work, 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 um, energy. And so it's as a projector, it's really hard even now, even I've known this for 12 years and it's still hard to not get caught up in thinking I need to work harder. But it, when I got into a relationship with Jeff, I knew myself so deeply and knew this about my human design and I taught him about human design and I taught him, hey, because when I started my business, he kept saying, you need to work harder. This is the beginning of your business. You need to be working long hours. You need to focus. You need to hustle. And I was like, I am not designed like you. You are a manifesting generator. All of my partners have been manifesting generators. And I just simply by coincidence, but I am not designed like you. I, I cannot work in the way that you do, or I, I will burn out. I know that about myself. And I had to teach him over time. And then, um, and then eventually in his restaurants, he would guess who like his, he would guess his staff, like, oh, my manager, Scott, I'm pretty sure he's a projector. And he would just like watch the subtleties and then, oh, I'm pretty sure the other one's a generator or whatever. Michael's a generator. And he, he, um, he really started to understand it and see like, wow, we aren't all the same. So even for him and his work as a manager leading people or a as a business owner leading his team, he could actually lead them in a way that was honoring of who they are. And it's just such a beautiful way to understand ourselves. And when you understand yourself and you operate from this place, and then you can start to see 
who everyone around you is and learn how to honor them. And I only know the basics of human design, but you can look up a chart really easily. There's websites where you can look them up really easily. It's free. And um, once you know the very, very basics, you can just see if someone's a generator or if someone's a projector or if someone's a reflector and then understand them so much more deeply instead of thinking that they should be like you. 100% Kate. I love what you were saying about how Jeff was noticing at work. Um, before I went full-time into my coaching, I was um, a clinic manager of an integrative health clinic. And I actually scheduled um, all of the admin staff and the practitioners in accordance to their design so that it was an optimization of the team that was working on each day. Wow. And it was so cool to see the difference of flow when you know, someone got their shift covered or swapped and then all of a sudden the productivity went down or the, it just wasn't flowing as well. And so I really took a lot of time and care with that schedule and saw the benefits of honoring each individual as an individual and not making everyone work in the same way. I knew that this person really liked working independently. So I'd make sure that that room was available when they were working and they would just perform all day long because they had the correct environment for them. And so-and-so loves people and we'll just put, you know, them right out front with all the people. And it, it was, it was such a thrill to see that in real life. So that's mm. neat that Jeff's looking at that, especially in the restaurant industry, for sure. Um, and you were also speaking to decision-making, I think Catherine, you were mentioning, and that is one of the biggest things that I personally have got out of human design and that my clients seem to get out of human design is um, decision-making each decision we make leads us through our life and it shapes where we're going, who we're going with, how we're doing it. And if we're not making decisions as ourself, we're carving out someone else's life. And so mm. learning how to recognize who you are and your own unique blueprint and your own unique decision-making system, um, is I think very crucial um, and paramount for you to be living your aligned life. And speaking of aligned love, if you're making decisions to move into relationships, not as yourself, mm. how is that going to work? It's going to be a big problem. Big problem is what that is. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So turning the arrows in is something that I often say to clients is, you know, arrows in, you why are you looking out there for who you should be? Who are you? Mm. Who are you? Um, the founder of human design, um, he said something like, I don't know the exact quote, but you know, to the ultimate thing in relationship is to be yourself with another person who can be themselves. Mm. Anything else is torture. Yes. Right. Because it's just this, where's the freedom in that? Where's the relaxed state? And, you know, for me, I've found that my greatest love is a relaxed love. It's mm. not a supercharged, anxious, driven stress show. It's a relaxed, wow, I'm totally just myself sitting on this couch with this other person that's totally being themselves. Ah, you know? Yes. I love that so much. And I just, it takes me back to that trip in Mexico. Mexico where I couldn't relax into being myself. Like if that was now, I would be like, I'm going to the beach. I'm going to relax for the next week, laying on the beach. You'll know where to find me. Go do your adventures. You know, maybe I'll do one adventure in the week and the rest of the time I'm going to be here on the beach relaxing and getting massages and enjoying being a projector. And it's, it's now 12 years later, and I'm still, I, I was saying to you on our call the other day, like I'm still wanting to master my design more and more and more um, because I still experience burnout it, at times. And I know that's when I'm not living in alignment with my design. But 12 years later, I celebrate that, that that's who I am. So if Catherine and I are on a work trip together, which once the pandemic is <laughs> moved on, we will, we will be traveling together. And 
she's a manifesting generator. So I'll be like, hey, I'm just going to go chill at the beach. And she'll be like, hey, I'm just going to go run errands or whatever. And we can love and accept that about each other. And it's such a it's it's it deepens relationships so much more when you don't think you need to be like the other person. Like that is I mean, myself in romantic relationships, I always thought I had to be like the other person or be like other women and just I constantly was tortured by jealousy and comparison thinking I needed to be everybody but myself and knowing that there's tools out there to help you understand the blueprint of your own soul like when I didn't know that I was just operating from my not self I was always feeling unseen I was always feeling unloved I was always feeling like I didn't fit in but it's because I was just operating from the script of who I thought I should be and once I came across human design was one of the most pivotal things I've ever had on in my life experience in my life it's one of the most pivotal parts of my of my transformational journey of awakening to who I really am astrology has been in close second but human design was that I would say the biggest shift for me and now I get to love and celebrate who I am and honor it and and I'm only surrounded by people who see me and who reflect back who I am and who celebrate how delicate my energy is or how how I operate so it's just it's the most life-changing tool and there's many but human design in my personal opinion is the most profound for me it was my, the most profound in my experience and for you especially being a projector and as I was sharing I would say like 85 to 90 percent of my my clients my my human design clients and coaching clients are projectors um if you're not aligned with yourself, how are you to be actually recognized and invited like in your full gifts if you're not operating as self? And by you, you know, being yourself, honoring and celebrating yourself, you're teaching others to do that. And it's just like the domino effect. Everything just flows when you're in alignment. And I think that goes for any type. And um, speaking about burnout, burnout can happen to anyone with any design, even generators who are doing work that isn't aligned with them they're using all their precious creative life force energy to do something yeah. that doesn't bring them joy so they're going to get burned out even though they have this amazing supply of energy mm. anyone can experience burnout um human design aside um anytime you're you're doing something that is not a yes for you and in fact a no that takes like double or triple the energy to right. do that mm. So, um, burnout can happen mm. with, with anyone and in relationship and in love, it takes more energy for you to be acting or wearing a mask and not being yourself in relationship than just being yourself. Yes. It's more vulnerable. Yes. It's a little more difficult. It's might bring things up for you. However, it takes less energy. Mm. That's like the freaking gold. You just dropped gold in that statement. It's kind of like the whole, it takes more muscles in your face to frown than it does to smile. And maybe this is because this has been the core theme of the week for me with clients. But I found myself saying over and over again, like your needs are legitimate. Like long before you get any skill around how to communicate your needs, you have to stand that your needs are legitimate, that you have a right to have your needs met, that you have a right to want to, to your desires and to design a relationship the way you want. And when you are operating from, I don't, I don't believe I'm enough. I don't believe I'm valuable. I don't love myself. That's where all those games of inauthenticity come from. Right. I prove who I am or perform or please because I fundamentally don't believe I'm enough. And so the work of human design, any true healing work of getting to know yourself, hopefully brings you to I'm enough. I'm valuable because I exist, which in our culture right now, that is not the case. That's not the story. That's not what's being taught. And then and only then are you willing to be yourself in relationship? And then the gift of partnership is I become more of who I am through loving you and that I only when I accept who I am, do I even have a chance at accepting you? Because all the things I judge about myself or make wrong about me, I am sure as hell going to make wrong about you and not be able to hold. And so aligned love. And it feels like if you haven't already listened to the chemistry versus compatibility episode that we just released at the end of 2020, definitely go over there. 
because compatibility has nothing to do with being with someone who's exactly like you. And I think with human design, it's, it's that back to the basics of I'm not going to be better matched with another manifesting gender. There's nothing to do with it. And in order to have aligned love, you have to be living in alignment. I love the reflection you just gave Kate, because it would be really hard. How would I even know what alignment is if my life doesn't look anywhere in accordance with what's my authentic truth? And then you have the space to say, what is my vision? And I keep thinking as we've been talking about this, one of the purposes of life is to be fulfilled <laughs> and in your highest expression of joy, Fulfillment can't happen if you're lying to yourself. Fulfillment can't happen if you're pretending to be someone you're not. Fulfillment can't happen if you're controlling everyone around you until you learn how to be with who you are and what would actually make you happy. And it feels like almost every conversation I have with clients in terms of finding love, it's throw away whatever you have told yourself was going to make you happy. Let's learn how to be happy first and then get honest with what needs are legitimate in your life in order to have a happy, fulfilling relationship. Because this is the new truth. The relationship that one, makes one woman happy may not at all make you happy because there are women who are absolutely designed to be stay-at-home moms. And that is the thrill of their life. Being devoted to their partner is the thrill of their life. But if that's not you, it's not comparison, comparing or judging or making one better than the next. And this is the problem with the old paradigm in the first place. It says there's only one path for a woman. And if that doesn't make you happy, there's something wrong with you. Or that first of all, it's someone else's job to make you happy, which sure as heck is not, is not the truth. But I keep you know, thinking about the gift of when you know that you're enough only happens when you know who you are. Right? When you can forgive yourself for ever thinking that you're supposed to be someone you're not, and you can take a look at all the conditioning that's been set up for you to think you have to perform and please and prove and do all of those games that absolutely make all of us sick. So, And I, I just think like the, with, with the learning how to go or starting to explore what is your human design, whether you have a reading with Natasha or with another human design expert, or you just look up your chart, we'll give you a, a link to look up your chart at the end of the or post below the episode. Um, but when you start to go down this rabbit hole of like, Ooh, mm -hmm. what is my human design? And what is my astrology? And what is my, um, what are the other ones, the gene keys and what is my, and you start to go down these soul blueprints of your, of, of the gifts of your soul. You take your attention off the fantasy. Like it's such a beautiful shift. And you said, pointing the arrows back to yourself. It's such a beautiful way to be like, instead of obsessing over what kind of guy I want or what kind of wedding I want, or what kind of person, like this thing outside of yourself, you get to go into yourself and not just this big gaping black hole, like, Oh, who am I? I don't know. Like, that's how it was for me before. People would be like, oh, you just got to love yourself. And I'd be like, what? What does that mean? Like, I couldn't, I didn't know who I was. I felt so empty when I was by myself that it was scary. And so have like going down the rabbit hole of these self-inquiry tools and these these soul blueprints, it, it allowed me to have something to grab onto and be like, oh, that feels resonant and you can feel it. I mean, I'll speak for myself, but certainly all of my clients, I have a client who um, is a lawyer and she's a single mom now of two, um, two like teenage kids or they're in their early 20s, actually kids. And when I told her she was a projector, she'd been operating like a manifesting generator her whole life. I told her the different types and she started crying so hard and she texted me for the next two weeks and was like, my whole life is different now. Like I have permission to slow down. I have permission to not work so hard. I have permission. And she just felt so seen. And that's been my experience of these um, soul profiling systems is really being given permission to actually follow what feels resonant. And there, I've never been told anything in a human design reading or a astrology reading that's like, nope, that doesn't feel accurate. It just, I, I, I found, I find that with personality tests where I'm like, ew, I don't, 
I don't like that. <laughs> it doesn't feel resonant. But with the soul ones, it, it's, it resonates on such a deep level and it's so permission giving and it gave me something to grab onto so I could, I could start the quest of like getting to know my own soul. And my obsession became about getting to know my own soul instead of obsessing over who's the one. And no, it's not him. Kate's got to be someone else. Who's the one? Who's the one? Is it that guy? Is it that guy? I was a fantasy love addict until I started going on this journey of getting to know my own soul. So this is such a beautiful way to drop into that. A hundred percent. The conditioning is amazing um, that we have, you know, societal conditioning, family systems, you know, an inherited family system conditioning. Um, you know, who, who are the immediate five, six handful of people that are in our circle? Are we comparing to them? Um, I mean, it's with all of social media being such a big part of people's lives, um, there's, it's so easy to compare and, and to take in the conditioning. So what I love about human design for myself personally, and also the feedback I get from clients is this permission to shed what is not you and to get curious about, wow, when did I learn that? Or when did I tell myself that that's how I had to show up to be loved? What happens if I actually love what's really underneath all that and go from there? Um, so the deconditioning process um, that is possible when using human design as a tool or, you know, any, any aligned tool for you, um, letting go that which is not you so that you can live an aligned life and attract an aligned love because it does start mm -hmm. with you. If you're not willing to love yourself, who you are underneath that conditioning, no one else is going to know how to do that. And I think you mentioned earlier, um, I don't know if it was Kate or Catherine, but um, they should just know how to love me. Yeah, no, <laughs> it starts with you. You show them by being that love of your life. And then that shows them how to love you. Mm. Um, and the process is really, really beautiful. Um, and I think it's an ongoing process because we have conditioning and influence all around us always. So I have used human design and, um, you know, yoga, of course, and meditation as a way to come back home. And I think that's what any, um, any tool that we have in this world of, of, you know, self, self-work and self-inquiry is just another way to bring us back home. Home starts here. You want to have a home that you're really excited to come home to. Mm. And then someone else is going to be really stoked to come home to that too. Um, when the time is right and there's no rush, there's no rush in true love. It's a lifetime and enjoy that ride with yourself really, truly. And I think human design gives you an opportunity to go, wow, what a different, unique bird I am. Interesting. Let's learn about that. Let's love that. Let's have space for that. And looking at your partner and going, wow, I'm really sorry. I was expecting that you would make decisions and process your emotions in the way that I do. How do you do it? I'm really curious about your unique human experience. Tell me more about that and celebrating the differences instead of having that be the point of conflict. Right. Amen. I have so <laughs> goosebumps everywhere. <laughs> and I'm so happy you said that it's the journey of a lifetime because I think especially with if if we don't know who we are and then we enter these systems, this isn't a system to tell you who you are. This is a system to tell you one aspect, right? We are an entire universe. We'll spend the rest of our lives getting to know who we are. And I have really, really loved the gift of how you make decisions and an energy system as the gift of human design, rather than this is the only way, you know, to do things. It's not like a manifesting generator will never respond to an invitation or that projectors I imagine don't have to wait forever for invitations to begin to do things. And so just watch out for any polarity, you know, and why of course getting a reading is so powerful because you can Google it and begin. I remember when I looked at the chart, it was like, oh, there's so many numbers and there's so many things. <laughs> like, what do I, what do I do now? And so this is the reminder that you can schedule a reading with Natasha. And Natasha, you are offering a very special gift to the New Truth listeners if you want to talk about that. 
Yes, um, I am happy to offer uh, $20 off any initial reading with me, whether it's a coaching session or a human design reading, whatever you feel called to, whatever would be of highest service to you. Um, just mention that you heard me on The New Truth and that's uh, that's your ticket in. And it doesn't expire. It'll go on forever because I imagine that people are going to be listening to this episode at different times in their life. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that doesn't expire. I'm happy to honor that. Thank you. Such a sweet gift and so generous. And and a session with her is just unbelievably magical. Like I I just had and I've had many readings over the years and I've had readings with um yeah, just all sorts of human design readers and experts and and this was I felt so held and seen and it was just like such a beautiful conversation with a friend it felt like I mean I'm probably because we're we're gonna be friends um but um but yeah it's she's really Natasha as you already know is really gifted and even in your the gift of do you have a defined throat actually in just yeah the gift of words like the way that you're the way that you articulate everything I just felt so held and seen and loved and there were things you told me about my human design chart I'd never heard before and I've had so many readings so yeah and one thing I'll add that I know about human design is it's really complex like astrology it's incredibly complex you can study it for years and years and years and still there's more and there's more and there's more so your chart isn't just you're a projector with this inner authority. Like, like Catherine said, it's, there's so many gates and so many like channels and so many things. And it's um, yeah. So it's fun. You can have multiple readings. You can, you know, I have a few human design books. There's tons of Instagram people who are posting mm -hmm. about in about um, about human design, but it's, it's so fun. It's such a fun rabbit hole to go down. And we hope you have so much fun discovering who you are right? Yeah. And, and designing a life that is in alignment with who you are and designing a love life that's in alignment with who you are and saying no to following the scripted thing that you think you're supposed to want because that will not lead to your fulfillment. So Natasha, is there anything else that feels important to say about human design and aligned love? I would say that be gentle on yourself. There's so many layers and there's layers that have been, you know, put on top of who you really are um, to protect you over time. So be gentle as you uncover who you really are outside of the expectations and conditions and um, know that there's so many different perspectives and you'll find the one that is aligned for you. And I feel like we're our own expert and human design really has offered me that reassurance that, Hey, the answer's in you outside of that busy mind of yours and the noise of the world, you're your expert. That's going to create a life that you love and be gentle in that process. It's not an overnight experience and you can guarantee there's going to be bumps in the road. That's part of the human experience. So when that happens, don't make it wrong. Mm. Look at it and go, look what I just learned. Okay. All right. Now I know for next time. So <laughs> um, have fun with it. You know, it's, it's not all muck. Some of it's sunshine. Some of it's a little bit of some rain, but you know, it's, it's the mix of life. So thank you so much for hearing my perspective and these two <laughs> lovely ladies and I wish you well in your journey and hope to run into you in the future. Thank you so much Thank for you. being with us. And you know, if you loved this episode to share it with your friends, if you know a woman that needs to hear about human design, I know once you start going down the rabbit hole, you're definitely going to get all your friends <laughs> involved and message all of your friends about what type. I know that was the immediate thing that I did. And Natasha, so many like gems and so much gold with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And may everyone's 2021 be off to a great start. We have so many amazing episodes coming down the line for you and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye.